0: Exactly, and uh, and you know there is uh, this, uh, you know, having an online business is like has been for the past few years the new gold rush. Oh, you know, have an online business, and all your problems are gonna be solved. Um, the what the real reality is that not everyone is made for having an online business. There are people that love more meeting people in person.
1: What is going on men of abundance? I am Wally Carmichael, your founder and host of the men of abundance podcast, the pay it forward community showing you how to live a life of abundance in family, faith, finances and fitness. How is everybody doing out there in isolation? I know it's tough for a lot of people. I really haven't skipped a beat, to be quite honest with you. I've been working from home for the last two years, and the only place I, you know, we like to travel a lot and stuff like that, so I'm having a hard time with that, having a hard time not going and spending time at Disney World or Universal, which we would normally do at least twice a month. We'd be at one of the parks, uh, so definitely jozing on that for sure. But other than that, you know, business as usual over here, I will say that I am a lot busier with my business, Abundance and Prosperity Business Mastery, um, with the um, amount of business owners who are realizing that having a business coach is not a luxury, it's a necessity. And they're figuring that out now, and I'm getting a lot of phone calls, I'm booking a lot of Zoom calls, I love Zoom, and we're talking a lot about what these business owners can be doing today today. During this so-called downtime, some are not on downtime. Some are still working, especially those in the construction business. Many of them are still working and painting and doing the things that they do. They're just having smaller crews and less people in the homes or, or the facilities where they're doing their work at. And then others are able to go online. But you know what? Not everybody can take the commerce side of their business online. However, you as a business owner, if you are not able to take the commerce side of your business online, I encourage you to get online if you are not online. And I mean social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok. Yes, I said TikTok. Don't laugh at me. I'm going to share with you a few strategies on how you can do this, but I'm not going to do it here. I will share those strategies on the Business Owner Growth Podcast. So if you're not already subscribed, make sure you get subscribed to the Business Owner Growth Podcast, where I'm going to be sharing those strategies amongst many others that you should be implementing in your business right now during this time. Because when we come out the other end of this, you're going to have to innovate your business. I'm going to share with you several strategies on how to do that. Now, this conversation, Simone and I are going to talk about being online, being offline, and what the importance is. One thing I didn't mention during our conversation, I was talking about getting on the phone, but even better than that, and in the situation we're in right now today, is to get on Zoom. Make sure you are getting familiar with Zoom. In fact, I'm going to give you the opportunity to get very familiar with Zoom by inviting you to my next business breakthrough virtual focus group. These are amazing. We're having... This is an amazing focus group where I'm sharing eight of my top strategies and then I'm strategizing with those on the Zoom call and helping them work through this for their own business and then leaving you with strategies that you can implement in your business that week. I'm also going to give you access to my online business academy. All I ask is that you actually implement the strategies so that you can improve your business and add massive value to your community. To register for this business breakthrough virtual focus group, go to wallycarmichael.com forward slash webinar. Wallycarmichael.com forward slash webinar. Or find the link in the show notes of this episode. I'll see you there. Now, our future guest today is Simone Vincenzi. He is known as the Experts Strategist. He's the co founder of JTEX. He's a Forbes and Huffington Post contributor, TEDx speaker, host of the podcast Explode Your Expert Business, and author of three life-changing books. Simone is passionate about turning experts into authorities using his signature Explode Your Expert biz programs. Every year, he speaks in front of more than 5,000 business leaders, which include sharing the stage with Les Brown, Dr. John Demartini, Trent Shelton, and many more. He has also organized over 170 events, including Gary V speaking from New York Hall Boxing Ring, and he is currently speaking on more than 200 stages every year. Following his passion for making an impact on the younger generation, he also partners with the largest youth organizations in UK, helping them deliver more effective courses and training. Simone cannot live without three things, speaking, baseball, And playing his didgeridoo. And if you haven't heard that, you're truly missing out. Men of Abundance, it is my pleasure to introduce you to Simone Vincenzi. Simone, welcome back to Men of Abundance, brother. How are you doing? What's been going on?
0: I'm really well. Thank you very much, Wally. Great, uh, great to be here. Absolutely great to be here. How about you?
1: Oh, man. Things so much has changed since the last time you and I talked. Where are you at in the world today? Uh, I'm uh, still in London.
0: Uh, still in London right now that that's where my base is <laughs> I like to have a base I yeah like yeah to be, I guess so base is London and uh, so that, that's where I am right now
1: well since the last time you and I talked I changed bases too I was living most between Hawaii and Florida mostly Hawaii but yeah now I remember I've that. completely cut ties with Hawaii and now I got home base actually got a home office here in Florida Uh, literally Mm -hmm. an office in my home where last time we had a conversation i was in the uh, cab of my uh, 2011 toyota tacoma looking out over the ocean
0: yeah i remember i remember (laughs) that like i was so envious because on my side it was cold and rainy and you were there like by the beach i was like man
1: (laughs) yeah yeah and today is actually a beautiful sunny day right now we got this hurricane beating on our front door um, yeah. uh, Dorian but you know we'll see it, it looks like it's going to stay well away from oh, our area f- but it's going to hit fingers, the coast
0: fingers crossed to, to yeah, all the absolutely. people in Florida right now and um, uh, my prayers mm-hmm. goes there mm-hmm. so hopefully it's going to go without creating too much trouble
1: yeah we really got to um, send some prayers and some love and anything else we can out to the Bahamas I got a friend mm-hmm. who was actually there on the 1st of September and stayed the night through the hurricane and somehow made it out. The second day they were there at, in uh, at Atlantis, and yeah. uh, I got some other friends that live in that area too. So
0: yeah, A lot going no, on, got, man. I, Heart
1: goes out to them. I got I got I got my extended family there in the Bahamas. So
0: my wife is Caribbean.
1: That's right. And, that's right. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so um, I, so far they're good. So far they're good.
1: Good, so. good, good. You got into communication with them?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're like
1: my mom, mainly my mom-in-law.
0: Uh, she's the one facilitating the communication. <laughs>
1: good, good. Thank you for updates. <laughs> man, I'm so glad to hear that. And speaking of that, uh, you know, I like to start out with an attitude of gratitude, man. What do you have to be grateful for today?
0: I gotta be grateful for my wife. I gotta say, I got the best wife in the world. Uh, man, it's um uh, I like you know sometimes it can be uh, like something that happened today. I was a bit stressed because I had a lot going on I had a lot of deadlines to to complete today got a webinar I'm running this evening and we had to update all the sequences and and so on because we are changing the offers and um, so my my wife came in the room and uh, Because both work from home and uh, she gave me a hand just setting up the studio here and uh, uh, you know, cooking some food is just a small thing that can can just make help me make my mind at peace, and so I'm super grateful for that.
1: Man, that is awesome. That's very beautiful, and I'm sure your wife is absolutely amazing. But I got to tell you, I have the best wife in the world. So we can go ahead. And a- that out later. <laughs> <laughs> is, I, is there
0: is there a space for two first places? Or
1: there are there are? There's a million. They're, they're all just absolutely amazing. There's no doubt yeah yeah very awesome man so so what's new man what's going on in your world um you know I wanted to get back on and get an update and see where you were at because you know guys you just got to go back and listen to the past episode and I apologize I didn't pull that up right now um what number that is I know it was early but I'll find it here in a minute but in the meantime Simone what's what's new man what's going on what are you working on
0: Um, It's just been a a crazy year since last year. Uh, We had, uh, like, our company grew incredibly. Um, We went from four to 15 staff members in one year, Mm. uh, which was uh, a huge growth, and uh, (laughs) that gave us huge challenges as well <laughs> from the growth and so it has been really like a year where i had to redefine who i was uh, and who i am within the company and uh, also uh, in my life so that's that's where i am at the moment is a is an I'm still in the process of evolution. Things have settled down a, a bit from the, the talking about hurricanes mm-hmm. <laughs> that, we had, <laughs> that we had in the past year. And so things are now there. We are cruising mm-hmm. on, a, on, a, on a quieter sea. Still, there are some quite big waves to, to face, but it's, it's looking way better than it, than it was before. So um, that, that's where I am at the moment.
1: Isn't that amazing though, because you know they say that well, I've heard this said many times before, and I personally know it to be true that the true that true happiness comes from progress from mm. moving forward, and you're gonna have all those trials and tribulations and the hurricanes and the calms in your life, but as long as you're moving forward in that whole regard and progressing in life and personally we're all on our journey and we're never going to be done mm-hmm. um i just think it's the most beautiful thing to continue moving forward and adding value even more value to other people in their lives man
0: it is it is and uh, for me the journey has been more discovering sides about me that uh, i didn't even i didn't know because I never found myself in this situation before. Mm-hmm. And and so it's been uh, as well as uh, a process in terms of like readjusting the business and restructuring the business and making it actually way more structured because now we had more people. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it needed to have a well, while before I could wake up and say, oh, you know what? I won't launch this product today. <laughs> and, I could, and I could do that. Now that there are uh, other people involved in the creative process, uh, which is, and also the implementation. So I kind of just you know wake up one day and say oh I want to create this this software and put it out there and I don't want to create this webinar now we are mainly looking on implementation systemization uh, which is not my strongest suit uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more like the creative type of person and uh, also I've realized that uh, I don't like and I'm not good at managing people and so it's been uh, like literally a year where I had to discover sides of myself and improve and grow in many areas, not only on a personal level, but business level, uh, managing people and uh, uh, un- understanding people better, communicating better, uh, systemizing uh, all things that I haven't, haven't done before. And so that that's where the challenge and the blessing and the growth comes.
1: Yeah, for sure. So how have you overcome some of those challenges that you recognized? And first, congrats on recognizing that, you know, your weaknesses. Uh, and, and what a lot of people do, what I do personally is, if possible, I hire out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I hire somebody else to handle those things that I know I just don't like doing. Therefore, I'm not going to be great at it. And it is going to affect the overall outcome. But what have yep. you done to overcome some of those challenges?
0: Well, one of the things exactly is uh, hiring out. So it's looking at, okay, who can uh, take this uh, instead of me, who is great at doing it. And so that was one of the things that we did. So, for example, even in the digital marketing side or the systemization side, we got a great person that helps us out in in that way, that helps me out in that way. Um, But also there were areas where I just didn't want to hire out because I saw the progress for me as a person. So for example, uh, managing people is not a natural skill that I have. I've got very little patience, uh, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like I, I, i mainly like a pace setter in terms of leadership styles. And if, you, if you're familiar with Coleman leadership styles and so on, so mm-hmm. and the pace setter is just like someone that goes ahead and say you guys catch up. <laughs> so yeah. that and uh, you know is uh, it works uh, in terms of uh, like having someone to look up to, and this that sets the pace yeah. of the company. But it's not great if you have a you no know, when someone needs a moment to, to breathe mm-hmm. <laughs> or to understand things. And at the beginning everyone needs moments to understand things. So you just want someone that is a bit more with you rather than someone that says, Okay, catch up now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then just thrown deep in this, in the ocean. So um, but I I saw the value in um, learning that skill. Or having more patience and so there were some things that I didn't want to hire out I got support uh, great communication with the team in terms of they were understanding that was also my journey and my process so uh, whenever they needed more help they, they were gonna tell me and so that um, that helped me to grow as a person it wasn't easy it wasn't definitely easy but I can feel because the, the aim, the idea, that what I want to create is a large company. I want to have a massive impact. And now we are also, you know, we started another company in the recruitment sector. We started investing in other companies now in small recruitment agency to help them grow. And I just want to be able to have this, to be able to manage people as well, not just uh, uh, just say, okay, you guys, you go yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and figure out. That's it. So that's why. So it's been a, that's been one of the biggest challenges and growth points at the same time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to talk a little bit about your growth and and why that growth has been happening. Because, uh, you know, and and just briefly get into you know, your background that we talked about last time. And guys, that um, episode is episode 141. The, I just noticed that the graphic for that says 140. <laughs> so that was a mistake <laughs> on my point. But if you go to com slash 141, you'll find our first conversation where he talks about, the, you know, he was really having a hard time and get into that just briefly, Simona, and then um, talk a little bit about your growth. And guys, I want to talk about this specifically because – You know where you're at today what got you to where you're at today is not going to be what gets you to where you want to be in Mm -hmm. the next year the next five years you have to take on different challenges like Simone did took on a challenge to lead people and and you know try to do what he can to master that and or at least enjoy it a little bit and be better at it so if you would get into that Mm -hmm. a little bit Simone
0: yeah so what what got me here was um, I think the power of consistency because uh, a lot of people, they you know they just change things all the time, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Well, one, one month they're doing one thing, the other month they're doing another thing, and the other month they're doing another thing. And so people cannot really put them in a box. And what people need to do is to kind of put you in a box. Know this is what you do, this is what you offer, and this is who you are, and this is what you stand for. And uh, consistently talking about those four things, this is what you do, this is who you are, uh, this is, this is uh, what you offer, and this is what you stand for. And so a lot of people keep changing, while I kept consistent and uh, kept refining our offerings, kept serving our clients better, kept finding ways to get more case studies and more testimonials. And suddenly you have like an exponential growth. And, you know, the work that we do is uh, to turn experts into authorities, to get people to become known in their marketplace and uh, to get more clients and to have more streamlined business. This is the the work that we do in our company. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, we had to walk the talk. (laughs) So it was about how can we be, um, like, w- what do we know to be to be known for? And we wanted to be known for for events, for running great events, for entrepreneurs, for people that were solopreneurs that were starting their businesses. And that's what we did. And so we we run more than a thousand events. I did more than a thousand events in five years. That, that's a lot.
1: <laughs> that's a lot of events. That is a lot <laughs> of I, events,
0: man. Uh, about I got my average of two hundred speaking gigs in uh, every year, and uh, I still do that one because i love speaking i absolutely love speaking i mean you put me on a stage that's where that's where i'm in my element and that's where i'm having the most fun that's where i can see the most impact Uh, that's where we're um we're also able to generate the most revenues and so we kept going we kept going at it and uh, so as you said though that's what got us here but what uh, is gonna get us to the, the next stage of the business which is something that we have been neglecting because we were running so many events, is more like the digital side. So we didn't have, like all our clients mainly came from events. So we didn't do much stuff online. I mean, apart from my organic profile and uh, content creation and the podcast, but there wasn't like a huge emphasis on webinars, Facebook ads, and so on. Well, now we are going crazy on that. Uh, because uh, we, we have the capital, the resources, and also the uh, uh, what we do is proven. So now we can scale it up. And that's where we are focusing on. And that's the, the next stage for us.
1: And why is that important to your business? Uh, for two reasons. Uh, one, uh, like
0: which is the primary motive of everything I do, is impact. Um, I want people to have great businesses. I'm a business owner myself. I know how tough it is. <laughs> and uh, if we can give people more support and uh, more loving, understanding, caring community around them, great training, then hopefully their journey becomes a bit easier and uh, they, can, uh, they can enjoy it more. And therefore, they can make more impact at the same time. So that's mm-hmm. number one. And number two, uh, to, spread our, to spread our, to grow our audiences. Uh, because now there is a there has been a transition as well like with the uh, people are more and more and more and more than before going online to find products to find services Mm -hmm. even the event industry has changed from uh, uh, the way it was a few years ago and so one is to keep ahead of the trend and uh, also to have this, um, to build a relationship with way more people that we could do, on a, on a live event. I mean, <laughs> that's uh, that's the other reason why we're going there.
1: Yeah, for sure, absolutely, and I totally uh, dig that and resonate with that, guys. A couple other reasons that I personally would see in doing something like this: if you are, if you have a model like Simona has right now, where it's all basically you and dependent on you being on the stage, then some days mm. you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to get to the stage. Absolutely. Uh, and there's gonna be a time that maybe you won't even you know family's gonna come first, and you don't want to travel nearly as much and be on the stage so there's other reasons to automate the business as much as possible and create different price points for your for your content that people want but they can't afford it a certain level um, so mm-hmm. you, you have to have those different levels so that you can provide a greater impact in a different way at a at a better price point for where the person's at and you know those are the two things that I would submit as well uh, in, in absolutely doing something like yeah,
0: hundred percent, hundred percent agree with you. It becomes way more scalable. Mm. I mean, automating that lead generation process becomes a huge thing mm-hmm. that also on uh, in the back end is going to feed anyway our live events that we do because we're still doing them. And uh, uh, as well, uh, beca- also the overheads. Mm-hmm. are less, because uh, you don't have the prior the cost of consistently hiring hotel rooms. Uh, so the business becomes a bit more lean. Um, but I still want uh, the event to be the main thing. So for us, they, they all, we, we still use online to drive people offline. Mm-hmm. In fact, even in the campaigns that we use, is very targeted. It's London-based. That's where we are. That's where our base is. That's where we run our events. Because ultimately, we want people to attend our courses and this is because I personally believe that you know online you have a lot of connection but the majority are fake connections Mm -hmm. and if you think about the 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 people that you are connected with the most they are people that you met in real life
1: yeah yeah I man that is so powerful and I'm glad you said that because for instance I've been following Tony Robbins since the mid 90s -hmm. on cassette right Mm-hmm. and and then a video and everything else and online and then i attend you know they're like well you already know all of this content why would you go to an event and i you know went to uh unleash the power within uh mm-hmm. back in november it was right down by the stage there is absolutely nothing like going to a live event even though the content that he was sharing from the stage was exactly what i've heard a sign. thousand yeah. times before but it would, yeah. the impact was just so much more, and then the connections with the people around you that I still connect with and do business with um, is just amazing, absolutely amazing. So I agree with you. I will, there is no replacement for live events, but yeah. a good yeah. second, you know, if you can't make it or whatever, the, you know, a, a supplementation to that is definitely online.
0: No, absolutely and that's where we are going so before we are only relying on live events and because uh, I still want the, like, the, the ethos of the company is creating a relationship between people because business grows with relationships and uh, there are a lot of I'm part of a lot of online communities but gotta be honest I'm, I the people that I am most friend with or the people I do business with most of the time are people that I met in person or it just takes years to mm-hmm. build a, a, the same level of relationship online <laughs> and, and you know i've yeah. got great friends that they are just aligned that i know they I, I can consider them friends but we've been in communication for the past like four years five years mm-hmm. now you, you meet someone at an event or a few events in one year you have already built a solid relationship or even like in in two three months you yeah. have built already like a solid relationship and that's why Uh, um, for me relationship is really important that's why we, we keep running the company in this way even if it costs a bit more but it's true to me and it's true to what i believe and that's the most important thing
1: i totally agree and i want to break this down to those that aren't doing events a perfect another perfect example of this is i can communicate with an ideal client online on linkedin or facebook but generally one of those two platforms usually linkedin Mm -hmm. And we can develop a relationship. We can get to know each other a little bit. And it will take months before I can actually uh, get to the point to where we have a professional relationship where we're doing business together. Yet I can pick up the phone and call any one of the business owners out of the newspaper or somebody here locally or whatever, and I can get on the phone with them and have that personal conversation, and we can get a much quicker, much better connection. Whereas if I go knock on the door, walk in, hand them a gift that I know that would benefit them, and tell them, look, I've seen something in your marketing that I can fix, I have some ideas, we can connect like that, and we can be doing business by the next day. There's, there's a big difference between online on the phone and in person. It, the impact is just so much better in person. And you know so, so for those of you guys out there who are following all these online gurus and trying to build a social media you know um, connection and get to be known on, so online, get offline, pick up the phone or even go knock on some doors because that personal connection, that voice to voice face to face, it's going to get you there so much quicker.
0: Uh, exactly. And, uh, and you know, the reason uh, this, uh, you know, having an online business is like has <clears throat> been for the past few years, the new gold rush. Oh, you know, having an online business and all your problems are going to be solved. Um, the, what the real reality is that not everyone is made for having an online business. There are people that love more meeting people in person. Mm-hmm. No, there are upside and downside. Having an online business, it means that you're spending a lot of time behind your laptop. Right. Th- that's the truth. No, absolutely. And, uh, and so a lot of people, they're, or and also you need to be quite uh, well aware on how to use certain technologies mm-hmm. to have a good online business. And uh, so uh, it is kind of this <clears throat> naivete when people go into it and they end up hating the process because actually uh, some people are more people person. And they'd rather build a business offline where they can actually meet with their clients, meet their people, and be way more fulfilled rather than spending hours and hours creating integrations and funnels and pages and webinars and systems and follow-ups and retargeting (laughs) and and all the Mm -hmm. things that actually make a a real online business. And of course, there are layers and levels. We all start somewhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, it's about understanding for every person that is creating their own businesses about having that self-awareness of what, what do you like the most at the end of the day is your business so it's for you to choose <laughs> what, what do you like the most do you like spending time with real people or do you like spending time like for example my wife is the brilliant example i, lo- I love spending time with people that's why my main business is events and live training my wife She's a happy, like at home by herself, working on her laptop, working online, and never, maybe she will go out of the house like twice a week, but she's really happy staying in the house and working in her pyjama, and, and that's it. And, and and that's her. And that's why it really was for her. For me, it's the, it's the worst nightmare. <laughs> so I, 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 I couldn't, I can do that for two days, and I was like, I gotta get out of the house now. <laughs> so... so uh, it's about uh, know yourself and know where you perform best and what, what what makes you happy.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is that is super important. And listen, guys, one one last thing I want to say about this whole online bit is the guys that you see even in ClickFunnels and you know, all these other people taking all these amazing courses, you know, there's anomalies out there. And they keep highlighting those anomalies. If you look at the averages of the people who are actually doing very, very well, let's not even say very well, let's not even say in a million, actually making a living um, on solely online. There's not that many out there. There really isn't because the, the ones that are, they're creating content for LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, YouTube, um, blogs, it, I mean, they just got so much content out there. That in itself is a full-time job. And oh, by the way, those that uh-huh. are doing well at it, they hire people. They have people on their teams that are doing all this writing and doing all this posting and doing all this stuff. So I, I'm just saying this, guys, because I don't want you to be hiding behind the, the idea of making it online before you make it offline, because you're going to make it offline so much quicker.
0: Yeah, uh, that, I, I agree with you. I totally agree with you and uh, uh, so yeah there are there are always there are always two ways Uh, uh, offline is quicker but it's uh, more time intensive and less scalable Mm -hmm. and so my uh, and I think it's easier as well like to test your offerings offline Mm -hmm. because you have real conversation with real people and uh, um, I've got a a great friend of mine who is like yes multi seven-figure businesses and uh, he, he, he said one thing that I, is so true, called, uh, this man is called Ben Chai, and um, he, he said uh, business is a people sport. If you're not good to be people or you don't like talking to people or you don't want to have interaction with people, don't have a business. Because that's what you're dealing with. You're mm-hmm. going to deal with people all the, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and not all the interactions are going to be fun. And uh, you, you will have to sell. You will have to put yourself out there. So either you love people and you fall in love with the people that you're serving, falling in love with your team, or, you know, it's very – you can create uh, – without that, it depends also, like, what goals you want to have. If you want to have, like, massive business goals – Yeah, that's going to be important. If you want to make a living and maybe just replace your salary, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, That will not require having a large team. You might have just yourself and a virtual assistant and you're done. And uh, you have like a small business uh, that you like, but but that is as stable as uh, a job. Like uh, the moment you don't have the clients, then all the business goes down. So that's the other downside of it. Yeah. Like, is uh, so think that if you if you want to be in business, like fall in love, fall in love with running a business, and fall in love with people, and then uh, you will um, you will definitely succeed at that.
1: Yeah, for sure, it's definitely a spiritual event, man. So, oh yeah, <laughs> how are you? How are you paying it forward now, Simone? Oh,
0: we're paying forward in many different ways. Uh, we work a lot I mean, I, while building my business I ended up homeless so uh, because I didn't have enough money for my rent and it was a like a weird situation where I was just starting out in my business and my mom and my grandfather died and at that time I haven't spoken to my mom in three years because she didn't take the fact that I left to live in the UK from Italy and and uh, I knew that I had to come back, but at the same time, I wanted to run my business and I wanted to complete my studies. So I kind of made myself homeless while I was here in London so I could have the money because I had some savings and was traveling back to Italy, staying at my mom's to build a relationship with her, to support her through the, 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 the grieving that she was going through. And at the same time, come back to London every two weeks and then study, complete the studies. But then I was sleeping on the street or parks or benches uh, because I couldn't afford an accommodation here. And my mom didn't know any of these at the time because she would never allow me to to do Mm -hmm. that. Uh, But I felt that it was the, (laughs) for whatever reason, the most logical solution. (laughs) Many people would not define this as a logical solution, but for me at the time was the most logical solution. And it was an adventure but so while living on the street i connected with many people living on the street and so we support a lot of homeless people um i'm also a part of a basketball team a professional basketball team and we play in the third division in the national league and, and a big part of our club, which is uh, the Lewisham Thunders, uh, the the London Lewisham Thunders, then uh, is uh, also giving back to young people and taking young people off the street, giving them extracurricular activity. So I'm getting involved in that process and um, a lot of work around uh, young people and entrepreneurships um, to support young generation because school wasn't for me when I when I went to school. I mean, mm-hmm. for me it was uh, a <laughs> right? It's like I hated school, but I loved working. and I loved learning, but I just love learning things that I could use um, in the short term and the things I couldn't in- be interested in. And so just keep showing young people that you know if you're not good at school or you don't like school, that's not the end of the day. There is other there are other ways and just be there for them.
1: Yeah. So these
0: are different ways in which we give back.
1: And and that's painful. wonderful. And thanks for doing that. That is extremely important. And and guys, I want to when you go back and listen to episode 141, you'll hear more about uh, Simona's time when he was in the homeless situation. And I want you to understand that he still, <laughs> it's interesting, I, I actually bring you up quite a bit uh, when, when I have this conversation, because, you know, everybody thinks that when you're when you're helping people, you have to be in a position that you want to help people get to you know you understand what i'm saying i want to help mm-hmm. somebody be a better person and have more um let's say you know basically in what you're doing as well you know do better in their business and coaching people to just live a better life and here you are homeless trying to build a coaching business to help people in their life
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it, so- it sounds like well how can you do that well people <laughs> do it all the time man um I actually, since that reminds me, since the last time you and I talked, uh, May, uh, May, June, May, and uh, all of May and half of June of uh, 2018, I put myself in a homeless situation as well in Hawaii because I wanted to build my coaching business and I I needed some additional funds and I wanted to get uncomfortable. So I lived out of my truck for a month and a half, and uh, like you, I met a lot of people on the street. Uh, and it 's interesting when you talk to people who live on the street. Some are there because mm-hmm. they are either in bad situations uh bad divorce and moved to, I was in Hawaii at the time uh, and some are there because they truly can 't afford housing uh, and some put themselves there uh, like you mm-hmm. said and some are they have mental issues and other things going on too but um I just thank you so much for for reaching out and helping uh Everybody that you can, but specifically that group of people.
0: Yeah, oh, it's my it's my pleasure. It makes me makes me happy doing that.
1: Excellent. So, brother, we're at the point where we're going to, once again, pay it forward specifically to our abundant leaders today. You ready to do that? Of course. Excellent. So, share one to three actionable steps that men of abundance can take today. Uh,
0: business, life, uh, any specific thing.
1: Whatever you feel comfortable with, man.
0: Sure. Um, so, definitely, one thing is to, and this is something that uh, I've been working on recently, is uh, actually uh, take time for the people that love you, that really love you. Uh, I think that sometimes, if we are if you are very driven, um, can be like myself, uh, is uh, kind of easy to take for granted, family members or other people that they are there for us and not just taking the time even for a phone call every now and then and so that's definitely one thing that uh, um, I would encourage you to do uh, because those people are they care about you but if you don't care about them they will stop caring about you one day eventually (laughs) so I'm uh, for me that was a big wake-up call Uh, that was that's one thing uh, second thing for true man of abundance, man, go out and sell. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want to make money, you got to sell. You got to sell, 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 sell consistently. The moment you stop selling is the moment you're not making any money. The moment you stop connecting with people, contacting people, offering your services, then you're not making any money. That's, that's the game if you're in business. And uh, the third thing is actually to have something in your life that uh, is not, uh, that you just do it doing it for the sake of doing it because it makes you happy not for any other reason Uh, i think that this is something that i do that keeps me sane for example for me it's basketball i play basketball professionally even if i'm quite short but we play in the third division in the national league and uh, um for and i love basketball it's a huge passion of mine why do i play because it makes me happy no other reason Um, It's a good sport, it's competitive, uh, and it's something I love, uh, and I would just take time to do it. And so, I would take time to train for it, take time to do it properly, and uh, it's the one thing that uh, helps me just take my mind off any other thing. When I have problems, uh, when I have issues, uh, I go and uh, shoot my ball, and I'm happy. (laughs) <laughs> and and so having something whatever is for you. Maybe it's music. Maybe it's poetry Maybe he is a walk in the park. Maybe it's a run. Maybe it's volleyball. Maybe it's golf I don't know whatever is for you something that you just do For the sake of doing it which are not turning into a business which are not doing on a business level Which is just for you and and is a, is a game changer. So these are my three things
1: Love it. Absolutely. Love it, man so what, what other rituals? You mentioned a few rituals, but what rituals make the biggest impact in your life?
0: Uh, i got to say, um, I'm, I've been a bit struggling with rituals. <laughs> I'm not the kind of person who wakes up in the morning and then does this and X, Y, and Z. Um, there are a few things that I do consistently, uh, or I do my best to do as consistently as possible, which is uh, just falling asleep with some meditation, uh audio and waking up with uh, with another meditation audio. Sometimes I will meditate, sometimes we'll just play it in the background. But it helps me to set the day. And uh, another thing that actually made a huge impact in terms of habit and is mainly you can you can do it for like if you have a wife or a spouse or a husband or like if you have a partner uh, is a uh, regular family meetings. Like uh, treating your family like you you would run your business. So, for example, my wife and I have uh, once a week, uh, a full one hour and a half family meeting, which we start with appreciation for ourselves, and then we go into, you know, sharing what's going on in the week, make sure that we are all updated, and then every night before we go to sleep, we do something which is called a two-on-two. Which is basically, we just spent two minutes sharing uh, how we feel in that moment and how we felt about the day. There is uh, no answer. There is uh, no like exploring. It's just pure sharing. And uh, we do that every night before going to sleep. And this made a huge impact in our relationship. Huge, 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 huge.
1: Yeah, I can see that. That that level of communication and... Just understanding without really the all the dialogue. I just love it. Um, one of the things that I've done in the past is uh, kept like a um, it's a journal where I sit just sit and write every little thing that I love and hmm. that I like and that I enjoy about my wife. Now there are there things that I can that I can reflect on that I don't like. Absolutely, but what's the point in reflecting on that? Right. Yeah. So I reflect on the on the good things, and I give that to her as a gift. Um, I've been doing it for oh, years. Beautiful. I give it to her as a gift every, you know, like maybe around Thanksgiving or you know just various times. Or I just leave it around the house. I'll just like I have it sitting here on my desk right now, and I've written in it, and she'll come by and pick it up. And it, she says to this day, it's the best gift that she's ever received. Um, and it it works. It's really for me <laughs> 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 to 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 deepen my love for her. Uh, yeah. especially in those points when I'm kind of, um, not feeling it,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: When, you know, times are frustrating and stuff like that, but it definitely works both ways, man. I love that.
0: Thank you. Thank for sharing.
1: It. So what are you, these days, what are you reading or listening to that you'd recommend to our abundant leaders and why?
0: Reading or listening. Uh, I'm, I'm big into podcasts. I'm really big into podcasts. I don't read. I don't like reading. It um, makes me fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So I always listen to audiobooks. Um, good po- uh, there are some podcasters I follow. I'm just picking them up right now. One is well, quite famous, the Tim Ferry Show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I really like it because just gives me good insights on really good people, uh, really interesting people. Uh, another podcast, which is a good friend of mine, which is from the UK, is called the Join Up Dots podcast. Um, uh, is uh, one of the It's called David Ralph, the uh, the host, and it's one of the most famous podcasts, in particular UK based. But again, interviews really interesting people, and David is just an incredible host. Um, it makes it really fun, really entertaining, and very useful and tangible. Um then I have uh, I got some audiobooks. Uh, there is one in particular now. Oh yes, this one's. Uh, two audiobooks that uh, made a huge impact in the way I think because now I'm you know after a while the, I don't know, uh, after a while you study business uh, like all the books they all say the same things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or there is just like a one little thing or a reminder but uh what I spent most of my time doing, just to give a take a break from business books, is going back into more like personal development or philosophy or psychology related books. So there are two by the same author, which is Yuval Noah Harari, and one is called *The Sapiens: A Brief History of Humankind*. Oh my God, just goosebumps. When you read that book. And then the other one, still by the same author, which is Homo Deus um, and uh, A Brief History of the Future. And so these two books, they are incredible because they just, they take, uh, they, they, they reflect on the story, on the history of humankind and the future, and just reflect on where we were, how we got where we are, and uh, where we are going. Uh, with uh, like incredibly detailed examples uh, and uh, um, uh, sociological examples. So two amazing books.
1: Well, wow, that sounds interesting. And that's actually um, right on time because I'm just fin- – I, I listen to a lot of audio books as well. Uh, and I'm looking for the next audio book. And quite frankly, I'm like you. I'm always into business-type books. And I I like books that think get pretty deep like that as well. So – um, I might just go ahead and grab those and
0: oh yeah absolutely let me know what you think about them they yeah, for are sure. I I I got them because the the friend of mine gave it gave me the normal book in uh, for my birthday and she said he would love this and because of the reader said well okay let me just get it on uh, on audible mm-hmm. and <laughs> oh my and the book is huge i think the the audiobook uh, it's like I don't know. It's like about thirty hours or something. Like
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. the <laughs> average is like eight or nine or something like that.
0: I, I know, I know. No, it's, no, no, no. Sorry, it's about fifteen hours. Fifteen yeah. hours. Yeah,
1: but it's still, still it's not, huge. It's, not,
0: yeah. it's still a big book.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> so, Simone, what do you feel holds most people back from living a life of true abundance?
0: Uh, well, I guess say themselves probably like a lot of other guests would say <laughs> <that> <laughs> every, every problem is self-inflicted if we take full responsibility of our life uh, well I think uh, if, you, if we have to give like the full answer yeah, ourselves is a part but also mm-hmm. our sociological ac- in, uh, condition like the environment where we are and uh, where we grow up and the opportunities that there are around us uh, you know, someone that uh, lives in a, in a country where there is no freedom, it's not just about themselves. it's also about the country. Um, and unless they find an opportunity to, to break through or to come out of that, it will become incredibly challenging a hundred times more difficult than compared to how lucky we are. Um, but the but if we are, for example, living in like in a, in a society which is quite open, then definitely is absolutely ourselves and um, thinking, in particular, the fact of thinking that we can do everything on our own.
1: Mm,
0: man, we have uh, we have this thing that because we are adults now, we don't need other people. We have to figure out everything on our own, and. Uh, You know it's so interesting when uh, I spend time (laughs) you know spend time teaching Facebook ads to a 82 year old woman (laughs) Uh, that uh, is like it doesn't matter where we are in our life uh, we need other people to teach us uh, and um, also to take it easy on us because uh, the you know the majority of the time we do a new thing is gonna suck Mm -hmm. like uh, were kids and we were trying to drive the bicycle, ride the bicycle for the first time. Or maybe we're trying to sing for the first time or to play a new instrument. Uh, things haven't changed. The way we learned that has changed. It's just our ego <laughs> that tells us that now we can do, because we are adults, so we can figure out everything on our own. And,
1: yeah.
0: and, and in business, this is a huge thing.
1: it's a huge problem. It absolutely is. I mean, you know, we stopped getting coaches after high school or if anybody went on to college to play sports. That's the last time most people ever consider having a coach in their life. Anytime you're trying to do something new or progress in something that you've already been doing for years, you need a coach. You need a mentor. You need somebody or a group of people, for that matter. Um, It's funny that when you look at the fact that High performers have coaches. those who want mm-hmm. to be high performers refuse to have a coach <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's just exactly.
0: laughable but it's sad yeah yeah absolutely that's mm-hmm. absolutely true and uh, you know i'm 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 still I believe that we can learn things on our own uh, of course of there course. are some things yeah. that we can we can learn things on our own you know you can go on YouTube uh, you can uh, take an online program or uh, and then completely fully implement it yourself and that's fine. But the fact is that once you are, like, what's missing is uh, the feedback if you're doing it right or wrong. Because in your mind, you might think you're doing it right. And so if you think you're doing it right, then you keep doing the same thing. think you're doing it right. And actually what you're doing, you're reinforcing the the wrong way of doing it. -hmm. Over and over again. And so now it becomes even more difficult. And uh, I use the, often this example in basketball. I mean, I, I'm quite small. And uh, so I'm a, I'm a shooter. Uh, that's, that's my strength in, in basketball. I'm a pretty good three-point shooter, average 70%. Uh, so really sharp shooter. And uh, I always have someone telling me, like giving me feedback on how I am shooting. Uh, in particular when there are moments of stress uh, where the defense is on me and how my shot gets on, off balance because we always have two ways. We have uh, our way of acting and behaving when everything is going fine and also when we are under stress and our level of performance changes and our level of consciousness changes when we are under stress. And so the um, just having the ability of maintaining the same poise and the same form, and um, even under stress, that's what makes a difference between someone who is okay and someone who is great at something. And, uh, so that's the um, that's why having that, that person that can give you that feedback is so important. Whether it's a community, whether it's one person, that's crucial for anyone who want to really be successful.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. So what does living a life or what does being a man of abundance mean to you?
0: Um being a man of abundance to me means uh, actually having my priorities in order and what that means is actually going back to one of the pieces of advice that I gave before was uh, not to forget about the people that love me first and to love them and to show them that I love them. Because uh, otherwise, you can be a very lonely man of abundance. <laughs> uh, yeah, which and, uh, isn't uh, abundant. Which is abundant. You can just be a very lonely man, and uh, so think that what uh, and of course the definition of abundance is different from everyone. But for me, is uh, about uh, being abundant in uh, in 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 love, in the people that uh, love me and the people that I love. And uh, as well, doing something which is meaningful, meaningful for them and meaningful for myself. So that's what uh, for me means being a man of abundance.
1: Excellent, man. So, brother, we're going to close this up, man. Another great conversation. Before I let you go, what did we not talk about? Do you want to ensure that our abundant leaders get from our conversation and how they can reach out and learn more about you?
0: Yeah, uh, something that we have not talked about yet. Uh, um I think uh, uh, is the importance of consistently getting out there, in particular, again, if you're in business, but even if you aren't in business, uh, one of the reasons why we work in the field of turning experts into authorities, it is because if you're not known, no one will care about you and, and what you do. And that's their, their reality. I mean, uh, that's how human beings somehow are wired. Mm, uh, you know, in, the, in, the, in the world, there are so many people that are doing a great, amazing job, right? and uh, they are like only few people know about them and then you have someone just because it goes into a reality show and is known and now suddenly people start caring about them even if uh, they're (laughs) not doing anything like the other person who's doing an amazing job helping people supporting everyone so so what's the difference the difference is uh, Uh, Most of the time we care about people that are known and we care about not necessarily that are famous, but uh, if you're not known, uh, it's very difficult to get people to care about you and then to care about your business and then buy from you. So one of your main priorities is actually to be and get everywhere. One of the reasons why I did a thousand speaking gigs in five years, it is because I wanted to be everywhere. One of the reasons why I'm investing a lot in Facebook ads and online presence, or I write for Forbes or other magazines or entrepreneur magazines and so on, because I want people to know me, because I know that if they know me, then somehow or some way, or they will start caring about me at some point and therefore engage in a conversation and that can lead to a sale to a client or something different. Uh, so that will be something that we haven't talked about, and uh, which, is soil, which is incredibly important to make everything you're doing work.
1: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree, man. Well, brother, thanks for sharing and thanks for coming back on the show. Again, thank you very much for what you're doing with all the people and, and paying it forward. Go out, live your life of abundance, man, and just keep paying it forward the way you are and getting your word out there, man. I love it.
0: All right. Thanks very much, Wally.
1: My pleasure. All right, guys, so your action steps for today are one if you are a speaker and you pretty much expect most of your income to come from speaking, then you know maybe this is a wake up call. I've been saying for many years, it, you really should have more than you know multiple income streams, and by that, I don't mean going out and starting a whole bunch of different businesses, I mean actually have different ways that you can sell your products, different ways that you can provide your services. And if you can't do them online, or if you can't do them in person, then figure out ways to serve that audience, figure out ways to serve those customers in different ways. And that takes a little bit of doing sometimes, you know what that takes, it takes a coach, it takes a strategist, it takes somebody who is doing this in many different industries. Business strategists and coaches or consultants, what do you want to refer to us as, such as myself and Simone and many others that are out there are very skilled in innovating business models. That's what we do. I basically am like John Taffer or Marcus Limonis. You've seen these guys on TV. That's basically what I do. I go in and I look at the numbers, I look at the strategies, I look at the science behind the business, I look at the marketing, and my team and I help put all this stuff together for these business owners. So don't try to do this stuff by yourself. Find somebody like Simone, find somebody like myself, find somebody who you can trust and and can work in your industry and help you innovate your business during this critical time. Now, go out, live your life of abundance, and make sure to pay it forward.